Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this, Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me on the phone is... Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Lee Michael Kimbrell. I'm on the phone again down in Lextown. How you doing, nasty boys and girls out there across the whole wide world? They're good. They're feeling oh, They're clapping it up. They're clapping. Yeah, they feel good about the road trip. They're in a pretty good mood. I mean, it didn't start off good in St. Louis, but uh, then we shocked the world out there on the West Coast. Can't wait to talk about it, man. I'm very excited. Very happy to talk about it. Uh, so, Dude, when, I mean, how, how fucking bleak was it when we were going out there on a seven-game skid going into Los Angeles Stadium, like Dodger Stadium? Dude, I thought it, I thought we would be coming back licking our wounds. I know. I did, too. And I was like, man, this sucks. Like, I, I honestly had i well it's always great to go in with no expectations and it was just like or extremely low like the the bar for me to clear was like even if we're just competitive i'll be happy oh yeah for sure and we and we were up we were more than that and we we ran into him at the right time which we'll get into later and all of that good stuff but um yeah man so you're you're down lexton hanging out sitting at sitting home I'm down in Lexington. I need, I'm at the Laughing Post in Georgetown tomorrow, so I was going to come down here anyway. And then, I don't know. I just needed to. Uh, I needed some family time. My mom went in, and uh, everything is okay with her. But she she went in there and had a colonoscopy done. And there is some colon health scare going on in the family. So she was, you know. She was just a little, a uh, little more touchy about it than she normally would be, and I just wanted to get down here and hang with my mama. Right, and you know what? We all need to do that. And quality time with mama is always the best. And you've got that from the biggest uh, Reds fan, Mama's Boy podcast on all of the internet. All of them. I mean, heck, my mom's been on the pod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, your mom's been on the podcast before. She did very drunk, which. I should have just said she was just on the podcast. It would have been the same thing. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, there you go. You didn't need to uh, specify that. Didn't have to. Boom, roasted. Hey, Nance, suck it, nerd. Um, Got you, Nancy. Love you, mama. Uh, but yeah, man, no, I told in that there, yeah. And, you know, my mom, it's crazy. Like, you're, you know, your mom is an hour and a half, two hours away, whatever. And mine is 20, like 15, 17, 20 minutes, depending on traffic. And I think you've seen your mom more than I've seen my mom. I know, man. It can get really tough. I'm I was I'm lucky to work down here in Lexington a lot. They're here, and whenever I'm here, I stay with them. But right, no, I don't. I, I just I, I need to be. I love being around the fam, man. I always you're always sitting around, and you've got all this like pin up energy and everything. And so many times, if you're lucky, mm-hmm. uh, 
the way that you alleviate that is just going and kind of sitting around and shooting the shit with your family. Oh yeah, because no one loves you more than the people who made you. I'm ha- I'm fifty percent each of these motherfuckers. Yeah, and they decided to keep you around, dude. I mean, that's. I'm sitting in my uh, childhood bedroom right now, underneath a picture. I think Motor has it. I can't remember who has it, but it's a uh, it's a big red machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, world champion seventy five seventy six. It's a picture. It's got Tony Perez, Johnny Bench, uh, Sparky Anderson, Joe Morgan, and Pete Rose. And in the picture is an actual piece of AstroTurf taken from Synergy Field slash Riverfront Stadium. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, there's there's one thousand nine hundred and seventy five of these things, and I've got one of them. Dude, that rules. 1975, baby, a good year. Great year. Hopefully 2021 can yield the same results. Dude, how crazy is it that at this point last year, I'm pretty sure we were watching the 1975 World Series. That is exactly what we were doing. We were on the couch live streaming. And you know what was a real bummer about that compared to this is we couldn't go back and bet on those games. Oh, no, man. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go back in the future or go back in the past and bet on games that you already knew the outcome from? You'd make so much money. It sounds like it's almost a plot to a movie. Do you think back in 1975 uh, you could, like, uh, uh, they didn't even have the internet, really, did they? No, you just had a bookie. You went down to, like, your local pub, and they'd be at the corner, and you just, hey, here's here's my here's my parlay tonight. Here's, here's what it is, and then uh, if it hits, you and give was- me money pretty dangerous you know like if you want if you didn't pay or anything i mean i just wish there was a way that it could be like just a little bit more safe and maybe a little bit more convenient on like you know the internet or something well guess what lee this week has a ton of sports action on the go as the nfl draft is on and the kentucky derby is back at the first leg of the triple crown begins this season get all the latest nudes odds did i just say nudes get all the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including mlb nba nhl and all your ufc mma action before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoff bet online your online Online sports book book experts experts. (laughs) (laughs) we fucking nailed it yeah, we did. Oh, man. I wish that there was just a place where we could hop on and we could just talk this stuff out with our friends, kind of like a live pod, but just on the internet. Yeah, I know, because, I mean, if you're like a sports fan or whatever, there's only so many podcasts and radio that you can listen to, and you wish that you could just kind of have like a conversation of sorts. Exactly, and that is what Locker Room's for. It's live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's really cool. It's fantastic. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time, and share your own experiences on the app. Locker Room is a free, audio-only social media platform for fans. Talk with other sports fans, insiders, athletes, and in real time. Start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Um, All you need to do is download the Locker Room app for free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sports Drink group. Uh, Follow me at the new Nasty Boys 
to be notified when my room goes live. We'll be going live on Locker Room sometime at the future. So definitely, we will. We were toying with the idea of doing it this week, but we will for sure be doing it in the near future. Yeah, I'm into it, man. It seems intri- intriguing to me. It is. It's extremely intriguing. You know, because everyone loves, what is it, Clubhouse, Treehouse? Clubhouse. Clubhouse, got it. I just, I don't know why, Treehouse is just more appealing to me. Yeah, you, you have called it Treehouse a couple times. It, it, it is a better name. Treehouse, it's like you're a kid. You always wanted, I always wanted one. I always wanted a treehouse, and like my friends had one. We'd just climb up in there and have a good time, look at old Playboys, and like just shoot around and like whatever. It was awesome. You know, you always like think about like, uh, what was that? Home Alone, where Kevin McAllister goes into his treehouse and ziplines over top of Joe Pesci's face. That's yeah. way more whimsical than Clubhouse. It sounds like, like, ugh, like it's exclusive. You can't get in there. It's like it's a like cl- the idea of a club in general as an adult is not like fun. Yeah, dude, exclusivity is not cool. No, especially when it's a club. Oh, you can only hang out if you pay your dues. And I'm like, fuck you. No, I'm I, good, man. I'm fine. I don't need this. We had a zip line down at the farm when I was a little kid, and. There, it was kind of a short zip line, so it wasn't. It was short and steep, and there wasn't a lot of time for you to like slow down. You know that like braking period where you kind of slow down, and so you don't hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. So what they did is at the end of the tr- at the end of like the zip line, they put two railroad ties, buried them vertically in the ground, so that like they're sticking up. Yeah, and then in between the two railroad ties. The, they connected a hammock. Oh, that's you know, genius. Just, you would just kind of like smash into it. And then just drop on in. Yeah, and then just, yeah, it was awesome. Dude, that rules. Uh, you ever been ziplining? That was my next question. I I haven't been ziplining. I've never it's, done it. It's so fucking fun. Are you afraid of heights, though? Uh, No, not terribly. Dude, I am petrified of heights. It feels like really? every time I'm up there, like like the worst ride at Kings Island or whatever they're it's still Kings Island, uh, is the Eiffel Tower. Oh yeah. Because oh, I really Oh, I look down and I'm on there and I feel it sway and I feel my stomach and my balls. Really? I feel like I'm gonna throw up and I'm just like, Oh, I hate this. I could fall right now. It's so hot. Uh, uh, I hate it. I can't do it. So what what's the threshold? Because I mean, like you can walk across Roebling Bridge pretty well. Yeah, but that's like a giant bridge. Like if, right. like if I'm wa- like even if I'm watching, I'm like you know those like TikTok videos or whatever Instagram videos where it's like people free running or they're like leaning off the oh, the edge of a tall skyscraper and they're like, look at me hanging out up here without a harness. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, like I they're can't, just so Russian. I can't. I can't do it, dude. It just irks irks my skin. I'm I'm I just started sweating. No shit. Not uh, a heights guy. Not a heights guy at all. Roller coaster, though, I'm up to the top and I'm like, okay. And I freak out and then I go down and I close my eyes and then it starts going so fast and then it's over and I think I popped my heart. So then it's just over. Damn, dude. We need to go to Kings Island this summer. Yeah, we do. Got to ride I that. Fucking, I love a roller coaster, man. So you so you can handle those that height and the, the click, click, click and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it geeks me out, but that's part of the fun. True. No, the height. Of, yeah, I mean the the height thing. I understand. My brother and grandfather are kind of funky with heights. Oh yeah, 
they just have they feel compelled to like jump. Oh, so wait, not in some like suicidal ideation wise, but it's just like I don't know. You get up there, it's you're it's like you're less scared of the height and more scared of yourself and like what you could do with the height, you know? Huh. So Steven, he's a big cliff jumping guy. Oh yeah. Oh dude, yeah. There's a there's a bridge, a railroad uh, like a railroad bridge down the bend down at our farm. You got you got to be on the river to get to it, but you can climb up like this little cliff and then go out on the bridge and jump off and me and my brother actually did it. We did it a ton as kids, but when you're a kid, your bones are made of rubber and you're not scared of anything. But I did it probably like two or three years ago. It's like a 45-foot jump. Ugh, I, there was one time I went canoeing um, with this lady I was dating, and I was like 21, and everyone stopped, pulled off to grab a beer. Then everyone started going up to this like railroad bridge. And they're like, hey, we're going to jump off. You should come up. And I was like, I got to impress this girl, so I'm going to go do it. And then I like, it took me an hour just to climb over to the middle where it's safe to jump. And oh, then, like where you're walking high up in the air, but like there's like gaps in between the railroad bridge, like rails and stuff. No, I'm under on the metal. Like the, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. And that was horrifying. And I'm like, this sucks. And she's like, come on. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I hate this. And I get to the middle, and then I just stood there for 45 minutes. So it took an I believe it. hour 45 to get there. And they're like, just jump. It'll be faster if you just jump and get it over with. And I cl- climbed all the way to the back to the other side, and I just walked down the hill. I was like, nope, no thank you. <laughs> we broke up a week later. There you go, man. Well, yeah. good riddance. Now you're with the leash queen. Exactly. So I, I am just that bad with heights. I just can't. I fucking can't do it. It's horrifying. It's just. I didn't know that about you, man. Hmm? You hate Karoo Tower. Yeah, Alicia just said I hate Karoo Tower. Like, I can't do the, uh, the observation deck. I didn't know that about you, Bill. Yeah, I, I, I just like my palms are even more sweaty now. Oh yeah, just looking out and overseeing everything. Ugh, but a plane, whole other ball game. Oh yeah, when you're thirty five thousand feet up, that doesn't do anything for you. No, because no matter what, if something were to happen, I'm dying. So I've accepted that fate. I've actually never been up to the Karoo Tower, and that's something that I really want to do. Well, that sounds like something you and Alicia can do together without me. Okay. Are you down, Alicia? Are you down to do it? Do you want to go to the Karoo Tower with Lee? Oh, I would love to. She said she would love to. Yeah, I'm into it. Morgan Lights Heights, too. Ugh. You guys can go do that, and I'll just go to uh, uh, McCorbick and Schmidt since just start house and sea bass. Oh, yeah. Go to the orchids? No, I just, sometimes I just want fish. She asked why I wouldn't go to the orchids. Sometimes I just want sea bass. I heard the Orchids is nice. Uh, Orchids is one of the best restaurants in the city, hands down. It's top tier. Fantastic. Fancy schmancy. Real fans. Real fans up in this bitch. So, yeah, can't do heights. I mean, how else has your week been? I've had an excellent week. Um, Shit, Monday was the hub. Yeah, that was fun. The hub, we had a really good time. I actually kind of fucking tied one on this Monday night, dude. Dude, me too. I got a little tore up. Yeah, I don't know what was in the air, but it was just oh, like... Oh, yeah, wait. Monday night is when me and you... Yeah, dude, you were there. Oh, yeah. we. Uh, yeah, I was there. We went down to the motor patio. I lost $65,000 cash. 
Which, aren't you kind of glad now that the world is becoming this, like, touchless payment method, so then you can't just lose 50, 65 bucks because it fell out of your pocket? Yeah, I know. I'm still a cash boy, but it's like, Jesus Christ, man. I know. Venmo me that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it should be. So, it's- so the hub, the, yeah, the hub was really fun, and then the Tuesday after the hub... Uh, not much going, just kind of hung out, chilled. Uh, that's when I went down to your place, right? Uh, no, that was Monday too. That was Monday before the hub. Okay. Now that makes much more sense. And then we went Monday. We had a delightful day, me, you and Danny. Yeah. And then we had an amazing dinner with, uh, with Chris Walker at Bakerfield. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Went to went to go talk some shop with old Chris Walker, Bakersfield, and Kruger's combined. Who knew? Who would have thought? It seems like Kruger's is never going to reopen, which is such a shame. Yeah, Kruger's was a good place. I love their burgers. That spicy burger meant that like they weren't fucking around. The thing was actually spicy, and we didn't like. That was the one thing where we're like, man, what was what was downtown missing? And it was Kruger's. It truly was. And thank God for Jack Brown's, because now you can get, like, a good slammable burger. You know, no oh, real yeah, frills. Man. Fuck heavily with Jack Brown's. It's fantastic. And, uh, no, I've had a good week. Tuesday was a good day. Wednesday, I went over. I got up hella early. Got up at, like, 7.15. <laughs> and went over to Miss Johnny's place and helped her with some yard work. Oh, that's awfully nice of uh, you. Yeah. yeah, she's the best. Johnny's dope. She's, uh... Yeah, Johnny's cool. Go over, help her with some yard work, and uh, she cooked me some cooked me some lunch, and we smoked hella weed, and it was it was a good time. This yeah. <laughs> see, this and, is a very food centric one. What what did she make you? Ooh, she made uh, she went breakfast on her ass. Ooh, love a good midweek brunch. Yeah, so it was really good. So it was uh, she made eggs that were just like seasoned just really well i mean it tasted like an old black woman cooked it it was <laughs> really good tasty eggs with like some sauteed spinach uh blueberries um let's avocado bacon and you know what she did she said it was the first time she's ever done it have you have you seen this trend on like tiktok or instagram or whatever of taking the raw baking and twisting it into like a straw. No. So you take it, you're holding the bacon on each end and then you just twist it. Like you're kind of wringing out a towel. Yeah. And you put all of these like twisty bacon tubes onto a bait onto a oven pan and you bake it like that. And then it just, dude, it was so good. Like these thick little bacon sticks. Oh, that sounds amazing. It was it was quite delicious, and she made biscuits. Oh, get the fuck out of town! Yeah, Miss Johnny knows her way around a biscuit. It was oh. quite good. Now, here's what I have done with twisted bacon. Have you ever heard of a griff dog? No. So it's a thing in New York, and I had it at Bonnaroo. It's like they take a hot dog, and then they wrap it in bacon, and then they deep fry it. Ooh, fuck me up! It was so goddamn good. I went, I was, that when I, the first time I had one, it was there at Bonnaroo and they they took the hot dog, wrapped it in bacon, deep fried it, put it on a brioche bun, drizzled teriyaki sauce on it and put onions and pineapple on it with chives. 
I recreated that at work when I got back at when I was working at Flip Daddy's. I was like, guys, we have hot dogs on the menu. They're like, yeah, for kids. I'm like, I'm a big kid. Listen, wrap it in bacon <laughs> and deep fry it. They're like, Billy, are you an idiot? I'm like, no, 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 no. Try, trust me. And they were like, all right. And then we did it and the, everyone tried it and they were just like, dude, you are not an idiot. I'm like, I know. Yeah, no, that sounds so good. It's That's amazing. It's just like. Native Americans would be proud. That's using every part of the pig. Dude, my German heritage is thrilled about that. Yeah, fucking shout out. Shout out! No, that sounds super good. So that was great. And then also, man, I don't know, like, just to get up really early. I got there at like 8 and then just worked until 1. And it was hot and I got tan and I sweat my dick off and and I got dirt. I don't know. It's... I love do little yard work will cleanse the soul. Yeah, man. Just like I, I kind of miss like, you know, when I was a kid, my mom had a garden. So like, you know, I'd go in there spring and just get in there with her. And there's something about just like looking at what you've just done with the earth and that connection and then sweating and making all that happen. And you just Billy, it's dude, the most rewarding thing. Dude, you know, it is just a matter of time before you and Alicia get into a house and you you go you turn into a full blown garden man. Oh, dude, garden man growing my own veggies and smoking dude, them on the you, egg. No, for real. Like that is just that is just an, an inevitable iteration of Billy DeVore. Is <laughs> just you with the big green egg. You go and you and you know you've got some more. You got some more fun tokens in the banks. You go and you get that real, real, real nice cut of beef. And just go and pluck a couple jalapenos and some cukes and some tomatoes. And yeah, dude, that's just, that is in your future, dude. Honestly, I think I'm a few, uh, like a decade away, maybe 20 years from just moving into the wilderness and starting a farm just for my meals. Just for your meals. That's it. You know, f- you know, farm to table only on this property. Damn, that's the dream, huh? It could be. I don't know if it is, but it could be. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't not see myself going in that direction. There's so many things that you could do. You know what? You you know what? You know where I would go to huh. a heartbeat. I would go to a restaurant that you owned. It's it's not. It, 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 I'll say it has not been. F- floated around you know what i mean like it's it's you know it's something that we have all talked about and considered you know yeah it's i don't know but it there's just, it, there's also a difference between home cooking and restaurant cooking oh i'm not necessarily even talking about you as like the chef i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like you in partner with a chef with your food vision with you've just you've been out to eat more than anyone i I don't know i'm just i didn't mean it in like you and some chef hat in the back of a kitchen <laughs> right but, but i'm just saying like you could cultivate a pretty cool restaurant that i would want to go to oh yeah i mean what when we were hanging out on sunday ran was just like when you go out to eat you should only go out to eat with billy devore oh no jeffer said that yeah yeah just like he yeah, knows he, what he's he goes, doing you know how to eat you know how to you know how to go out Right. And you don't and I'm not trying to ball I'm not trying to ball out or anything. I'm like this is good. This is good. We can all share it and then this is this our bill is cheaper than you think. Yeah, for sure. Monster at it, brother. Yeah, you know how to rip it. Damn, that was fun on Sunday. We went down to Finley Market. Yeah, we did. 
with the boys had some tastiness. Dude, all the tastiness at Kanji. Shout out that new sushi place. What's it called? Kanji. It's Kanji was fucking good. Dude, owned by the same people who own Drunken Bento, right? I mean, that was after, you know, um, oh my God. What uh, what was this the sushi place that was down here that we used to go to on Sundays? Um, It was at the on the corner of Vine. It was four letters. Four letters. Kaze. 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 Kaze was good. Kaze was great. And they had the best Sunday, like, they had a Sunday happy hour where they at one point they had dollar oysters. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, wait. Kaze had those, like, little uh, sliders. The Kobe beef sliders for Yeah, a, the Kobe beef sliders. For $2? Yeah, and yeah, Kaze, rest in peace. Dude, it was... And the shishito pepper... Oh, yeah. It was top tier. And then as soon as it left, I was like, oh, well, we need a sushi place that's close. I'm not going to Mr. Sushi. What about Teak? Well, Teak's down here, too, but I think... Oh, they open around the same time. That's true. Um... Also, I'm never going to a restaurant called Mr. or Mrs. something or Dr. something. I'm, I'm not trusting you with the food. If you have to put, like, a title in front of your name, I can't trust you because you're overdoing it. You're over trying. I'll take that up. That's fair enough. Yeah. Mr. Sushi, no thank you. Just Even if, if, if it was just a sign that said sushi, I would trust it more than Mr. Sushi. Would you agree that that... That rule, I will. I will stand by that rule. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Would you agree that it does change a little bit when you're talking about like ice cream, like like a Mister Dairy or a Mister Frosty or something that can play. That can play for sure. But I think like it, if you, if it's just like a desserts only, if it's like Mister Sweets or you know. Sure, I'll give you that because if as long as it's not a specific food and it's a group of food, I'm in. You yeah, know, like Dairy agreed. Queen, that's awesome. Even though it's not like a the title before what you get what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm I, I can totally I can handle that. Would you eat Chinese food from a place called Mister Yum Yums? Yes. One, okay. <laughs> just because Yum Yum is probably one of my favorite things to read on a on a on a Chinese restaurant menu, and it's so fun to just say, just Yum Yum, Yum 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 Yum, and then you always you have to obligatory start rubbing your stomach. That's all you can do. That's it. That's it. Rub the stomach, and then try and pat your head at the same time, and then just say Yum Yum. That's the only move. Well, uh, what about you, Papa? How was your day? How was your week? <sighs> Dude, I can't, I'm still in complete shock at what happened today. So I'm you, The video you sent me? Dude, I'm sitting here, for the people who haven't seen it, I'm sitting here at my computer, click-clacking away, and then all of a sudden I hear a flutter. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look up, and on one of those picture frames on that shelf by the porch door, there's a starling just hanging out. Just a bird in my apartment sitting there. And I go, oh, my God. There, I just go, oh, my God, there's a bird in the house. I got to get a broom. And then I turned around and I went, no, I need to get my phone and film this. <laughs> right. And, dude, you know how I told you, like, the cat would just sit at that door and just stare and look at the birds and then lean all, up? All day. All, all day. All day. And I go over there and I see and I look at the cat and he's just sitting there looking at the bird. Unreal. I'm like, dude, this is your shot to finally get the bird, and you're not going to yes. fucking do... You're not going to take your one chance, because I'm not letting you outside. Dude, how the fuck did it get inside? Okay, 
so here's how I figured out it got inside. You know how there's that porch right out there where the egg is? If you look yeah. up, there's that wood that wood paneled ceiling, roof, whatever. Yeah. It's coming down, and there's a starling nest in there. So I think the birds flew through, went through the floorboard, the in-between floorboard, and found a hole and flew in. That's, that's the only thing that it could have been because none of the windows were open. The door wasn't open. Nope. Nope. So then I, I run, I grab a duster, and I go to, like, I open the door, and I just go to tap it, and like, go fly to the door. And then it just flew upstairs. So yeah. then I had to run upstairs, and it hid behind two, uh, like, lawn chairs, and I'm just poking it, literally just trying to ruffle some feathers to get it to move. And it finally scoots out, and I open the door, and it flies out. I, what the fuck? So I texted my landlord and I sent him the video. I was like, hey, man, there's a hole in our roof that you need to fix. Also, the electric doesn't work and it hasn't ever worked when it's when it, we've had it. So please fix it. And um, there's a bird just flying around. Here's the video. And he texts back and he just he said, uh, oh, well, you're, you're good because, um, you know, you're allowed to have birds on your lease. <laughs> And then I texted back and I said, what lease? Question mark. There you go. You got his ass. Got him real good. So uh, they said they're going to put it on the list this week and go and they're going to f- they're going to come by and fix it. It's on their list. I'm like, cool. Well, your list, I don't know how long it's going to take, but if there's another fucking burden here, I'm killing it. Yeah, it's going to die. It's for sure going to die. And then guess what? That nest is getting moved. So I'm going to buy a BB gun on Amazon or go down to Dick's and get a BB gun. So that way I can just, you know, Red Rider shoot that thing Christmas story style when it flies back in. That's pretty fucking wild. That video is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm going to post it. Uh, I was about, it's not one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> because of my commentary? Dude, you're so geeked out, which makes your voice higher than it normally is. And you were just like, God damn it, fuck, God, get the fucking bird flight this way. <laughs> no, not that way, this way. Yeah, it was fu- It was hilarious. And our downstairs neighbor was home, and uh, I was, I just, I, I, I texted her, and I was like, dude, you're never going to believe what happened. She's like, what? And I just sent her the video, and she's like, I thought I heard you scream, motherfucker. I was like, nope, you I didn't. motherfucker. Yeah, I was like, yep, that was definitely my childlike voice screaming motherfucker. Damn. And dude, it's so rare is it that you act that you actually push the bird out the, outside. No. Exactly. Like, no, like normally those videos are like 40 minutes long, but you you took you took like from start to end like maybe 90 seconds. Yeah, it's 80 seconds, which I'm pretty proud of. I mean, like I've had to shush sh- like shoo things out of like my house god damn I've grown up as a kid but like so i've had experience with like birds flying in and stuff whatever you know i lived with raccoons basically uh in our in like our ceiling and stuff so i was like kind of used to like that and growing up with a bunch of animals and shit so i'm like good with nature so i was like oh, i think i can get this down pretty quickly so and then, you know what there's a lot of access points up here for a bird to fly out i mean i think yeah. there's windows in every on almost every wall in here yeah that's true so it's not like i would trap it in a basement and be like fuck well it's stuck here this is where it lives if it would have went downstairs then that would have been a problem 
That could have been a massive problem. Dude, three flights of steps? I'm just, what am I going to do? Fist fight a bird? Like what? Just if, corralling it down. God, and it just would fly back up and then fly back. That would have been a nightmare. But luckily it only went up. Because, I mean, what bird is trained to go up? They have wings. They're supposed to go they're, go down. They need to go up. So That's what they do, babe. So that was, that was honestly like the highlight of the week. You handled it very well. I appreciate that, man. I mean, there. I mean, what else was I supposed? I mean, honestly, though, I am kind of glad that the bird, that the cat, didn't go after the bird. Yeah, because then you're picking up feathers. Then you got an injured bird, or you need to kill it and put it out of its misery, or like. Do you just throw it at the construction workers across the street? Like, what do you do? <laughs> or do, do you throw in the big green egg? Oh, God. I, I sent that to my boss, Darren. I sent him the video, and I was like, dude, you're not going to believe what just happened. He said, he said, ha, damn, thought I was going to get a meal. Right. And I was like, dude, that's how COVID-20 starts. Yeah, some, some smoked starling. Yeah, that's foul. Starlings are gross birds. Um. No, starlings are gross. Don't give me the awe. Alicia gave me the awe. Why are starlings gross, though? Starlings are gross. They're they're just they're they are a barely a step above pigeons. They squawk all day. They're loud. They don't really contribute and make like do cool shit. The only thing they do is they make nests in inconvenient spots and make noise. They're so pretty. No, they're not. They are not pretty birds. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Do you think they're pretty birds? I mean, I th- they're objectively kind of pretty. They're like kind of like shiny in the light and stuff. Yeah, but so is like my piss. Your piss is not as pretty as a starling. It's pretty close. You no, I don't know. <laughs> I I mean, I get you. You can't have it in the home front. No, uh, the cat the cat's proved completely useless, which is hilarious. <laughs> Just fully useless. Unbelievable, like 100% useless. It's like it's like all talk and no game. You, you could, had a bird in the ring with you. You could have chewed its head off. Nothing. Dude, I think I'm going to have to rename my cat from Ezra to Amir Garrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just all fucking bark and no bite. And they're both fucking useless. Boom. God damn dude that's a that's a really nice segue right there thanks dude i appreciate that i you know what some could say i'm a professional <coughs> yeah some yes could. you are some could dude and i know it's not you know it, it's like game what four or five of of what we're about to talk about but like the amir thing i mean it's to the point where i mean the ninth inning's not even a question at this point <laughs> it, it's kind of a liability to just put him in a major league baseball game yeah, I mean, he was good yesterday because yeah. it was the seventh inning, and it was a perfect one, two, three inning. He needed it, for sure, and he looked yeah. like his old self, but it also proves to the point that he can't close games. No. I mean, he came in in the eighth in a high-leverage situation against Seeger and gave up that dinger. Yeah, I know. Uh, and it, uh, but to his credit, it wasn't a terrible pitch. But at the same time, Seeger did his homework and knew that thing was coming. Yeah, and also when you're dealing with guys who are like World Series MVPs, it 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 doesn't take it. It wasn't that good of a pitch because it got hit over the fence. Right. You know, I mean, like there are good there's good hitters do 
impressive things with good pitches. It wasn't mm-hmm. a terrible pitch. It's not like he left it up like had his fucking belt in the middle of the plate, but he hit it out of the fucking yard. Right. It was a flat slider at the at, at his kneecaps. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it, it wasn't a great pitch, but you're right. It wasn't an egregious pitch. And then last yeah, last night he went out and went one two three, and right. that was cool. That's that's cool. That's really cool. He needed to do that in the seventh to reestablish. He just needed to do that to establish that he can even pitch. Get somebody out at all, no matter what inning it is. Right. And he wasn't rushing. He was cool, calm, collected, and kept it together and just played baseball. Just He just pitched. That's all he needed to do. And he can't even tweet because what did he do, Bill? Deleted his Twitter and it's hilarious. Damn, that is a... That's a, oh man, it sucks so bad when people talk so much shit and don't back it up. It's great when it's not your guy. Right, 100%. Like nothing, nothing is funnier than when somebody talks shit and can't back it up. Right. But it, it is a different level of sad and pain when it's your guy. Oh yeah, 100%. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. As much shit as he talked to, I mean, as and he was just giving out soundbite after soundbite after soundbite and loving it. And I th- But like talking off the back of other people doing shit. Right, cuz he hadn't had it happen to him yet. Like he's, you know, like the quote he had was amazing. About, yeah, it was a great, but he hadn't had to do anything on the field to that point. Exactly. So uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it was. It was. It's cool to have that mouth to do that, and but it also sucks not being able to back it up. But the problem that he had was is that he like the past years he had been backing it up, but it, you know in a hold situation in the seventh or eighth. But it it had it was his time, and I think he just put too much pressure on himself just to, just to get it done, and couldn't place his pitches. And that's just what yes. happens when you when you are over when you are overthrowing and not pitching, and that's what he was doing. You know, someone was I forget who said it, it was like he was thinking about the next tweet and not the next pitch. I said that last podcast. That's right. I, I was yeah. like, I knew I heard that. So you're absolutely right. Mm. Yeah, no, I yeah that that was just that sucked a lot. We were all sitting around and everyone's phones lit up, and I looked down and everyone's just going fucking Amir. Amir. I mean, dude, we were watching it at the on the patio at the hub, and like, I was like, I gotta pee. I go into pee, and then it's like, oh, Amir's coming into the game. I came, I peed, dribbled, washed my hands, came back, and the lead was gone. I know, I know. But then when Winky went full Winky, how exciting was that? It was the best. God damn, it was the best. I got some numbers yeah. to back up what he's doing. But, and then we even we even got a text from uh, West Coast comrade Zach Powers. He was watching it out there in La La Land. Yeah, dude. I uh, did. You, I don't know if you saw my Instagram story. So him and I Facetimed for a little bit. Yeah. On uh, Tuesday night, <laughs> and dude, he's outside grilling up a beautiful tri-tip steak. I mean, the beef boy gets it you know he knows what he's doing yeah i miss my fellow beef boy and watching my 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 beef boy operate beef the way he just did was mm, but uh i'm i'm there and like we're talking it's been like half an hour or whatever it's eight o'clock there and he can be out on his patio grilling and talking to a bud smoking a stogie and like i look up and i'm like dude your neighbor is just watching us like through the window 
And I'm like, yeah, I saw that picture. That was so weird. It was so weird. Dude, he watched this the whole time. And then he te- How uncomfortable. And then he texted Zach after I got off the phone with him, and he was just like, oh, um, I just want to let you know I really like you and Maureen, but it's been very difficult to enjoy my apartment with you being outside loud FaceTiming um, your friend. And it, it's tough because I have to put in headphones just to enjoy my apartment. It's like, dude, move. That's so crazy. Texted him. He's like, I heard you guys talking about the ball game, and like he was sp- spouting off like specific moments in our conversation, and like sending quotes back. Like, this is what I heard. So if I can hear it, you're being too loud. And Zach's like, I mean, at, at, at what at what point do you just fight that guy? Um, you don't have to. The guy's just being a turd. And guess what? You could do whatever you want. It's your apartment. He's just jealous. He doesn't have a patio. He's on the second floor. Yeah, dude, call LAPD. Yeah, for having a too loud of a conversation. Yeah, there's someone not dying. Busy in, at all. Yeah, there's someone dying in the street from shooting up too much nitrous or fucking whatever. And you think they're gonna come because oh, I can't enjoy my apartment. It's a little too wild. Fuck Damn, you. Zach, Zach should beat that guy's ass, dude. He one hundred percent should just whoop. But. I mean, or, and then he also mentioned in there too, he's like, there were also instances of people closing their doors too hard and I had conversations with them to stop. It's like, where do you get off? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, right. So this guy's just fully off his rocker. Yeah. His, His only human interaction is just bitching to the people that are unfortunately, unfortunate enough to be in his proximity. Right. Alone up there. Ugh. That's a huge bummer. Dude. Come, just come, and you'll be happy. Agreed, man. What do you? Uh, what would you be willing to bet that this guy uh, has a hard time maintaining an erection? Ooh, dude, I bet good odds that he can't do it. I think it's pretty, pretty good odds that that guy right there is uh, a real soft sack in the bed. Wouldn't you say? I would say so. I wish that there was a place where I could go in bed on like maybe as a prop i think bet. that's a little too obscure of a bet and honestly it's not even something worth betting on because we know that man has a small penis 100 percent. but as far as other bets uh I, I think i got a place for you bill dude where should i go well as you know uh, uh this week it's got a ton of sports action okay we got the nfl draft is on currently as we're doing this podcast and the kentucky derby is back uh for the first leg of the triple crown and that's this weekend all right that's this saturday so you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online uh, on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet online, online, your online, online sports books experts. experts. Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was not bad. Doing it over the phone, I think we were pretty synced up. I think so, too. Kane on sunglasses, you were great to us, I guess. So we'll see you. Um, yeah, see you later, man. Guys, we have a killer sponsor coming on next week, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. It would act, uh, if only we could debut it this week because it would actually make a lot of sense. I know we we jumped the gun. We've been talking about um, about meats a lot. 
Yeah, be excited for next week's new sponsor. And they're hooking you guys up, too. They they, they will be hooking you up. Uh, you know who's been hooking us up lately? Uh, J.J. Winkman. Oh, God damn, he's good. The Stinky Winky. I mean, you mean like the best hitter in baseball right now? Dude, absurd best hitter in baseball. No, I, it's crazy. Dude, he just came off of a 12-game hit streak, right? I've got some. I've got some numbers for you that is pretty kind pretty bonkers um all right lay it on me okay of course we know he leads the national league in average with with a 377 average we know he's tied for first with hits with 29 he's second in the national league with a 1.183 ops he has a 462 average with runners in scoring position and here we go he has a 475 woba He's in the top 2% of all of baseball with that and top 3% of baseball with an 18.6 barrel percentage. 18.6. Can you explain WOBA? Of course I can. WOBA is weighted on base average. So it is the amount of bases that you accumulate and compared with launch ang- with exit with launch angle and um, sprint speed. That's a pretty in-depth number. Yeah, man, it's a it's a pretty good one. And his is what four sixty-two, four seventy-five, four seventy-five. Yeah. No, man, it's really fun to watch him, and it's like like you said. I mean, you you said his average uh, with runners in scoring position is pretty gaudy, and I mean he's coming up clutch. That game that we were just talking about, that Amir fucking blew on Monday night. Our saving grace was Jesse Winker. Yeah, just coming and hitting a, just a high fastball, taking it oppo. Spraying it all over the field, too. It's, it's I mean, bananas. I mean, yeah. and I, I don't see it changing because his numbers have always been elite, but it's been keeping him on the field. Right. You don't, you just don't see that. Um, you don't see, I mean, you, we've seen it, I'm sorry, we've seen that from him, but we haven't seen it as an extended over like a two-month stretch, you know? Yeah, right. It's been short bursts. And so it's it's pretty great to see him do it in, you know, these these two weeks. But I don't see it slowing down unless his body gives up on him. Agreed. So, I'm and pl- he And he appears to be having more fun than anybody out there. I mean, when you're playing good, that's that's when you're having the most fun anyway. He's just, he just, I don't know. He just, I can't remember who it was. It was maybe Rosecrans who tweeted like, just, he's so hot right now that whenever he doesn't get a hit, he is as mad as like a little leaguer. Oh yeah. Dude, when he slammed his bat, um, when was that? Was that against, that was against the Cardinals. He slammed his bat, had it hit the ground and it just, he broke the handle. Yeah. I mean that's that's fucking awesome to see. Yeah, dude, Jay Winker is hot as they can be, and it's. I mean, it, it, we've talked about it a billion times on the podcast, but just the fact that you've got Shogo and Naquin behind him, right? Yeah, that outfield depth is exciting, and even more exciting with with Senzel going four for four when in the leadoff spot. Four for four in the leadoff spot, and if you're going to have Winker with numbers like this, throw him in that fucking two, three, four range. Of course, let Got him. To. 
Yeah, you have to because I mean these solo dingers are great, but if you can keep if, like and like I said with with the runners in scoring position, I mean how often has he seen that so far in these in this stretch, which is the other crazy part, right? And, and you can I mean it, it'll obviously fall a little bit if he falls in the order. But you put someone like Senzel who goes four for four, or you put Blandino in front of him coming off and had in the leadoff spot having three walks. Blandino has looked like a really good baseball player this season, man. And a really good relief pitcher. How crazy was that? It was awesome. He, 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 I, mean, he, I mean, he didn't, I mean, he got, he got up just, uh, Justin Turner. Yeah. Throwing 68. Which was crazy watching that curveball come in at 68 because uh, yesterday I was watching the Astros and Mariners and Grinky now is fully in with his repertoire throwing a 68 mile per hour EFIS. That is wild. Absurd. But Grinky's one of those guys where it's like it sneak, sneaks up on you, but that guy's been in the league for like 15 years. Yeah, and has hurled well everywhere he's gone. And he's been a lot of places. Let's think about it here. Let's see if I can do it off the top of the head. Uh, you've got Kansas City. Ain- did, was he in Ana? Ana- he was in Anaheim for a minute. Dodgers. Then he went from the Dodgers to the Diamondbacks. And then Houston. I think that's all of them. I think that's all of them, too. Let's take a look. I've got baseball reference pulled up. This will be fun. Full-brown West Coast boy. Yeah. Okay, I was spelled it wrong. There we go. E I. Okay, here we. Oh wow, yeah, sixteen C, seventeen seasons. Wow, that's bonkers. Here we go, Kansas City. Oh, I forgot about that too. He was a Brewer in twenty eleven. That's right. Brewer, and then he went Dodgers, Diamondbacks, and then Houston. Yeah, whole eighteen years of service. I forgot about the Brew Crew. Wow, I did too. And in Milwaukee, that was their playoff push. Yeah, in Milwaukee. That's when they had like him and CeCe. Yeah, and then they traded him to the Angels. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, he went, uh, here we go. Where'd it go? There it is. Yeah, they got him for a rental for 28 games. And he went 16-6. and six. With a 3.83 ERA, with an ERA plus of 103. Damn. Yeah. Guy was gross. And 10.5 Ks per nine, and led the league that year. Wow. Fucking Grinkmeister, man. And let's see. He's only... That's wild. He's only won one Cy Young. I would have guessed more than that. I would have, too. That's kind of bananas. Speaking of old ass arms, what about a uh, uh, old man Bumgarner tossing a seven inning no hitter? Yeah, well, I think, dude, that's that that should just be a no hitter. If a game goes only seven innings, there shouldn't be a rule in place that stops that from being a no hitter. Yeah, he threw a no hitter. Yeah, he threw a seven inning complete game no hitter. Well. I, I, if you're going to change the rules about how long games can be in double headers, then change the rules for what qualifies to be a no hitter. Yeah, he threw a no no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Bauer made like 12 million more dollars than he should have because he threw like four complete game shutouts last year. And half of them were seven inning games. Right. 
I think all of them were seven inning games. Yeah, yeah, right. He didn't go out there and throw a nine spot. You know, he didn't go out there and throw a full nine. No. But in the record books, it will show and reflect that those were complete game shutouts. It is what it is, dog. I agree with you. So do what do you, do you want to talk about that St. Louis series? I mean, talk about at least just like the glaring things because I mean, you know, this is it is a problem, but it, it it's very easy to just kind of feel a little bit alleviated after what happened in Los Angeles. We can touch on it, but I think that a lot of those problems have been addressed, which is it, yeah, with Hendricks, with yeah, with Ryan Hendricks and with Heath Hembry. You know, they have so far, they each have had three appearances and they haven't given up runs. Right. So that that kind of alleviated it. Uh, Sal Romano should not be in our bullpen period. We'll see you, man. We'll see you. Sorry, it sucks. I really liked him. You know, it's a shame that he was a bust, but he is just not a major league pitcher anymore. He, he His off-speed can't control it, and if he does, it goes right down the middle of the plate and he gets tagged. Uh, his control's a problem, and it's something that, I guess he's been working on it, but we'll see ya. Um, and you don't have any more options, so you're going to go through waivers. Um, same with Amir, we had issues there. Um, I mean, CNL Perez, we'll be seeing you too. Oh yeah, he has earned his way off the team, sadly. Sadly. I mean, that was a lottery ticket. I mean, it was a trade for international cap space. It looked good in the beginning, but man, he's just been getting tagged left and right. But also, maybe at the same time, this day off, and he's had a couple days off, who knows? Maybe you throw him out with a with a 5 nothing lead and, and you uh, have him on a short leash. Right. I don't mind that at all. But so he can be your, your garbage. He'll be your garbage man. So, man, I I mean, it's not the ideal space to be in, but at least like I am at least in a spot, especially with with Embry and Hendricks coming out and doing what they did three games in a row. Like, I still trust Derek Johnson. It's not the ideal position to be in, but also it's like I don't I don't feel like it's going to sink our ship. It's not something that like if our ship sinks, it probably will be be because of this bullpen correct but i think that it'll hold i think it can hold i do too and you also we haven't even started the minor league season yet and we remember how good finnegan was pitching in spring training i mean you can bring him back up you've got a you've got a boatload of guys down in triple double and single a that you can rotate in and out and be like well let's see if this if you know let's see if this this fixes it we ha- including and not exclusive to Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green. Of course. I don't know if you want to start the clock on Hunter Green yet, but Nick Lodolo, I think he, sh- he should be on the short list to be up here. Right. Um, he's He's been touted as being, you know, the reason we drafted him is because he would be closer to being ready into the majors. Same like with Jonathan India, while you drafted a college guy. And he's had time to marinate, and guess what? He was ready to play, and now he's our everyday second baseman. So, right. so if you have that with um, Lodolo, I mean, throwing him out in the sixth or seventh and shut it down, and then maybe if if push comes to shove and things don't work out, say like the wheels fall off of Jeff Hoffman, then you throw out Lodolo for a spot start. Yes, you, you know, and it doesn't hurt to have another super reliever. 
just like TJ, who can go three innings. I know. TJ's still mowing him the fuck down. Dude, he looked so good against the Dodgers in that three-inning win. Yeah. Just placing, making him look foolish. Three innings against the Dodgers, man, against like one of the best lineups that the league has ever seen. Now, I will give to the credit of the schedule makers. I mean, we couldn't have gone in at a more perfect time because they just had a three-game fight them out, drag them out series with the dot with the pa- with the Padres. It was one of the best regular the both of the matchups so far have been two of the best regular season series I've seen in baseball in a long time. Unbelievably exciting. You know, watching Sunday night baseball and it's eight to nothing and the Padres claw back to go into extras in the seventh. Yes, put six runs up in one inning. Yeah. And that just shows you how fucking good the Padres are. The Tatis thing is so crazy that it, it went from six months to back in two weeks. Oh, I know. I mean, his shoulder, I mean, it could pop at any moment. I'm thoroughly surprised. But at the same time, they're just like, well, we're going to pay you no matter what. So you need to get out there so we can go out there and win this thing. Right. So, um, but thank God that we came in there and they didn't have Bellinger. They didn't have AJ Pollock. You know, they were still short. They were still short. So, um, and who else were they missing? They, I feel like they were missing somebody else, and I can't place I, Pollock was Pollock was in there for at least one game. Was he? I thought he was out for more. Um, okay. Who am I? I feel like I'm missing somebody that the that Dodgers had out that week, had out during our series. And I can't place it. But I could just be crazy. Anyway, but no, it was just so good to go in there and, of course, take two out of three. But, I mean, we, we couldn't have come in at a better time. We couldn't have come in at a better time, but it, we also could have gotten swept and we, could, and we would be saying we couldn't have come in at a worse time. Correct. You know, the, the, the fact that they blew that huge lead against the Padres and lost the series and it was a dogfight and, like, you know, that's what we were saying when we were going into Los Angeles. As I was like, damn, the Dodgers are fucking pissed. They're going to beat our ass. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely and, right. I don't know. And, and the, to win those first two games, you know, Winker, late inning heroics, uh, and then to shut them, you know, shut them down. And then, you know, the same thing. Game two, it was fucking Joseph Daniel, baby. Hitting that fucking double right into the corner. It was Joseph Daniel, and uh, no, I, all of our boys that we need to be hitting are hitting. Right. Got Moose back, but really no explanation as to what that was about. Oh, he had COVID. That's got it. That's the only thing I can say. Like that's the only thing I can think is that they're just saying an undisclosed illness because they just don't want to fuck with it. Right. And I think that's going to keep happening in the league. So, so that way that, you know, just, oh, undisclosed illness. Don't worry about it. Just a little tummy bug. And they're like, mm, okay. They're just saying this so that eventually they can open up the stadium to 100%. Right. And just Which, say, we're it's, over it's it. Getting bump, is it getting bumped up to 40 or 50%? 40%. Getting bumped up to 40%. Do you know what that translates to, like, in in numbers? Um, Fuck. What is the 40% jump? I think it's, like, an extra... Like an extra seven, eight thousand fans? No, not that much. I think it's like an extra three. Three thousand fans. I think. Not positive. Like around that number. 
But I mean that what do they've now increased it to you can have pods of 10. The pod thing is so funny. It's hilarious. Oh, just cuz you got space. Okay, whatever. The bleachers are are a zoo and no one gives a fuck. So Yeah, also who cares? I'm over it. Just pack it in. After Atlanta and and Houston and Dallas are at 100% for the ballpark, whatever. Just open up the doors. It's summer. We're all over it. Sorry. It's just time to open up the ballparks. It's outside. I mean, the New York Times came out and said if you walk around without a mask on, outside you're going to be fine. And it's not just them. They talked to multiple leading scientists in their field. Like, yeah, there's zero. There's a very minimal, extremely minimal pers- chance of transmission. Let it rip, baby. Yeah, isn't that crazy? After everything that happened at what? The Dora. So, oh, yeah. You know, and it was packed ass to elbows, and people were just in there and no masks, and everybody was fine. Dude, the Dora fucking rules. Yeah, it truly does. It is fantastic. I love, go- I love going down to the Dora and watching games on that TV on the side of the stadium. Oh, that's so nice. That's the move, baby. I've watched a couple day games down there. Ooh, sorry, big yawn. But yeah, no, I mean it's open it up. Let's let's fuck. So how up. how many Cubbies games are you going to? Going Sunday. Um, there's one more thing I wanted to to pull up here. I th- I honestly think that the wheels are going to fall off of Jeff Hoffman soon. I really do. Do you? I do, man. If he has been going deep, he goes deep in accounts. His last start, he, um, damn it, I was trying to pull it up here on my laptop. Um, I mean, he, every batter, he started him in a 1 0 count. He got out of it, but then he didn't pitch that long. Right. You know, he, here we go. I'm pulling up the info here. Do, 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 complete stats. Give me one Mississippi. Here we go. Um, I mean, his last start, I need to see the uh, game logs. Here we go. Um, against the Dodgers, he pitched, he only pitched four innings. Right. He gave up, he was four innings, three earned runs, one hit, five walks. Yeah, that controls a big problem. And it also, it's not like, it, it's not a huge vote of confidence to demote him down to the bullpen when one of his biggest issues is control. Well, I mean, you're you're right. Um, but at the same time, he can continue to work. He can work on it. I, don't, I just don't see him staying as a starter. Yeah, no, he doesn't skew starter to me as well. No, and especially when Lorenzen comes back, which sucks, but, I mean, you put you put Lorenzen in that spot. He's earned it, even though I don't think his shoulder can handle it. He's, I mean, that's the path he's on, and it's that's, what, that's what's in stone, is that he will come back to the rotation. So it just proves more to me that he's going to be sticking he's going to be sticking down there which again makes the bullpen better unless he doesn't fix that control stuff cuz you know say you've got a runner on first and second he comes in i mean if i'm david bell i don't put him in that situation i have him start an inning but i don't have him come in in a jam agreed so totally agreed you can't throw hoffman in with somebody on first and second no but you know what he can do is he can go out and give you two solid innings 
Yeah, starting the sixth and starting the seventh. Right, and say after Tyler doesn't stretch and he goes, um, he goes, you know, five innings again. Even though lights out baseball, five innings pitched, five hits, one earned run, five Ks, no dingers against the Dodgers at Chavez Ravine is amazing. But the fact that you still have four innings left to finish off the game, exactly, kind of disheartening. And hopefully as the season goes on, we'll see Tyler be able to stretch a little bit. I hope so, too. Because, I mean, his stuff is fucking crazy electric. It is. and But the biggest problem with it throughout his career has been the third time through the lineup. And he hasn't been torched yet. You know, he has gone seven this year. But, um, I mean, we'll just have to see and see if he will stretch, understanding that this is still the first month of the season. And also pretty happy with Sonny. Unbelievably. Dude, 11 Ks? 11 Ks against the Dodgers. Yeah, and a vintage Sonny, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and moving forward, I mean, that's that proves again that, you know, he's your ace. You're 1A. Until Luis can figure out the first inning, he's 2. Agreed. So I think Sonny's back. He's figured it out. I mean, he, he threw a bullpen... The first time he's thrown a bullpen since coming off of the injured list. And Derek was like, dude, that's the best bullpen you've thrown in a long time. And Sonny's like, I think that's the best bullpen I've ever thrown. And so they knew he was going to be locked in and he'll continue to be locked in throughout the season, barring his back doesn't give out. Just got to knock on wood and keep those fingies crossed. That's right. Um, coming Trust up with the system. Right. And you know what? We got the Cubs coming to town. And that pitching staff, you've got Arietta and Miley uh, tomorrow slash today, whenever, you're, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this. Um, <laughs> call back. <laughs> call, call back. Um, and those are two dudes who have been pitching extremely well, including Miley. I mean, he got, he got touched up for two runs against the Cardinals, but those are, that's the first time he's given up more than two runs in the game. I was about to say, two runs is not a bad start. That is a great start. I think it was still technically a quality start. I'm pulling it up. Yeah, no, Miley's finally looking like the Miley that we wanted to have. I mean, he has been this whole season. It's fan-fucking-tastic. You love to see it. Um... Yeah, I mean, against St. Louis, guy, it's a quality start. Five hits, two earned runs, two walks, two strikeouts, six innings pitched. That's a quality start by definition. It's amazing, and they hit 173 against him. I mean, yeah, no one's no one's barreling it up against Miley. No, it's it's awesome. So even the two even the two runs he gave up, they weren't like it's not like. It was two dingers or a double and a fucking shot down. It was they were seeing eyes, exactly. And he's just getting the the ground balls he wants. Um, yeah, and that shit just happens to pitchers sometimes. Right, that's inevitable. Um, but here's something even more crazy. <sighs> here's something even more crazy. Jake Arrieta is pitching out of his mind again. Uh, who would have thought that this would happen? Oh yeah, dude. He's on steroids. <laughs> you th- <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he, we forget he's only thirty five, but you know, he, against Milwaukee, give it. Give, I will say this: two of the starts have been against Pittsburgh, and right. one of them was against Milwaukee. Two teams that aren't exactly setting the world on fire with their sticks. 
Right. But the fact that he went to Milwaukee and had another had a quality start, six innings, six innings pitch, two hits, one one run, it's earned three walks and eight Ks. Those eight Ks are astonishing. That means he's just getting swing and miss stuff in there. And the zone charts are saying that he is, wow, low and outside is where he's hitting it too. So that means his his sliders, his slurve is gross and it's working. Yeah, that's where he lives. Yeah. So they, the Reds will have to just be disciplined against him, and I think they will. And considering that they need to come home, they need to come home and just have the the the, the sticks light them up. So um, we've got three against the Cubs, and then two against the White Sox. Right, and um, then we go on the road forever. Literally, it seems like years. Dude, break down that road trip because it really—I mean, thirteen days—that's like two weeks. Yeah, I, yeah, just miss. So what's nice is—is is you have you've got Saturday, you've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Cubs. You're off Monday, and then you've got Tuesday, Wednesday against the White Sox. You're off Thursday, and then it's thirteen straight games on the road, no break. But Nothing. but also. Two of these are pretty close together. I mean, three at Cleveland, three at Pittsburgh. That's not a crazy. That's not a no, crazy that's road not trip. Far. That's not far. The crazy thing is hopping on a plane and flying to Colorado for four. Four in Colorado is a long way away. Long way, but they aren't. They are not good either. Yeah, hopefully the boys just go out there and get tore up on edibles <laughs> and just mash out of their minds. Just fucking mash. That would be a uh, fucking amazing. Oh, I would love to smoke a joint with Joey Votto so bad. Oh, I do too. The most. I let my dad. I let my dad read that uh, Joey Votto. Joey Votto's playing chess. Everybody else is playing checkers. Article on my athletic. Oh yeah. Yeah, he got a complete kick out of it. He loved it. That's fucking awesome. The thing that made him laugh the hardest was I can't remember who said it, but he just. Someone was on first base, and Joey just goes, who's the coolest person on your team? <laughs> He's just like, what the fuck? That shit is fucking hilarious. It's, that's, it's so great. Well, in a, in, a, in a quick thing here, are you ready for this? The Lay it on me. Bengals are on the clock at the moment. Ooh, okay, cool. Are we going wide receiver or O-line? Uh, I really want Chase. I want Chase too because the offensive line depth in this draft is bananas. So, and look at the first the the first two round draft picks we've picked. I mean, that have been offensive linemen for the Bengals. Look at it. It's oh yeah, dude. Jonah Williams, who was hurt all of twenty nineteen. We've gotten completely burned. Burned and Billy Price, we let him walk. Yeah, he was a not he he was a non issue. Right. I'm just genuinely surprised that the San Francisco 49ers traded up to three to take Trey Lance. Did they really? They're not, you're not going to take Fields there? The guy who's just a monster in the Big Ten and proved it in the playoffs this year? I'm just ugh, dumb. Whatever. Good thing I don't, play, I don't, I don't cover uh, the 49ers in the NFC East, you know? I cover baseball. Right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, agreed. We're a couple baseball boys. So yeah, just but I am very intrigued to see what happens. What the fuck happens? Yeah, I do want to know. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, oh, Luis, here's something. One more thing on the Reds. Saturday, Luis is pitching. 
It's going to be 72 degrees. He's got to go out there and be Luis then. I am calling it now. Are you ready? Okay, let's hear it. Luis is going to go six and two-thirds. Damn, you're getting this in depth. Okay. He's going six and two-thirds. He's going to give up four hits, one run, 11 Ks. Oh, so you're, you're calling Luis going off. I'm calling him going off. Okay, fucking that dude, I'll take it all day, baby. You know I always go towards the go-off. Yeah, and I mean, as much as the the Cubs do not have a good history against Luis. So, I'm calling it now. If anyone wants to take me up on this bet, um, and then you want to set some terms, you can DM us at the new Nasty Boys on Twitter and Instagram. I love it, man. Do oh, 72 in Cincy on a Saturday, baby. It's going to be real nice, and I'll be there yeah, Sunday. That- that makes me happy, dude. Yeah, me too. So let's uh, let's round third and head for home. What do you want to plug? Um, I want to plug in, what is it, one day or two day tickets go on sale for our show? Tomorrow. Tomorrow Slash at, today. High Gra- at High Grain Brewing. Yeah, to Friday, the f- April 30th uh, at highgrainbrewing.com. Tickets go on sale. Uh, for mine and Billy's show, it's going to be sick. Tickets are fifteen dollars, but with your ticket, you get a free beer. So essentially, think of it that it's nine dollars to come and watch us do comedy and a bunch of other funny people, and then you know you get a free beer, six bucks. Dude, you can't beat that. And their food there is amazing. Yeah, they got good food. They got good beer. It's going to be a beautiful venue, and the lineup is pretty killer. So no, I'm only geeked about that. And um, also the Hub. The Hub Mondays have been so much fun there in town. And uh, I, I look forward to it every week. I'd love to see some new faces, so come check that sh- shit out as well. Yes, you should. And then what I will plug is tomorrow, April 30th, I will be at World Glass Bar in Mount Adams. Such a great show. It, you should, If you're listening to this, uh, this is a show to go to. It's free. It's a really good show. Jack has done an awesome job with the venue and the setup of the room. And it's, I just go. Billy's going to rip. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. Me and then Max Fine, he just messaged me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm in, I'm doing a pod in my boxers. It's kind of the best. Fuck yeah. So awesome. Great, great, great. Um, I'm excited for this week. I think I'm intrigued to see what the White Sox bring to town. Um... And I th- get a slice of old Mercedes. Yeah, oh, got to see that thick boy out there. I'm excited. I might have to sneak down there for that day game. Um, so let's put a bow on this thing. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you to Sports Drink, Sports Network. That's who puts us on. Thank you to Bet Online for being our premier online betting sponsor. And thank you to Locker Room. The app you use to talk to your friends in a treehouse. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you so much. And as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.